And we're back with another In My Humble Opinion podcast. We are. Yeah, I sound like a, a daytime radio host. You sound quiet. You, you, yeah. you good? I'm feeling amazing, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Lots of good things happened to me today. What happened? I got, I got the job that I wanted, so... Oh! Yeah, everything's... Uh, so what's your official title now? Uh, I don't want to discuss that. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, just know that things are... Uh, just so y'all know, he's a cybersecurity expert, so his title is probably in your computer right now, looking at shit like, yeah. roll all that. So he can't tell you what he does, but I like it. I like it. Look it up for y'all, boy. I can investigate stuff. I can do forensics. I can find out things like, what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to say this about the Deshaun Watson thing, because uh, I don't know about the timing. I don't know about all of that. When you have that many women making it, uh, a- accusations, you have to take those. You have to take every accusation seriously. You do. They've responded to the accusations so far. I got no clue. Look, either Deshaun Watson, and there, I feel like there's no in-between. Either your boy is super sick and been getting away with stuff, or the Texans are wild for trying to, you know, just throw this man's name under the bus. Either way, the timing is impeccable. Like, I have no doubt that this was time for a certain reason. Like, look, even if Deshaun did this, it begs the question, if you guys knew he was doing this, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you don't, for all of a sudden you don't want to, yeah. you know, so I'm like, now, now you don't want to cover this stuff up. So, that that's my thing. Like in, in this case, whether he's guilty or whether he is not, I don't feel like anybody's hands are really clean on this. And uh, yeah, we should be looking to make sure all the the victims are protected. That's about it. That's true, but we shouldn't start on the note that dark. Oh, that was dark. Shouldn't start on a note that black and ugly as ever. However, I stay. Houston down to my socks. We're back with another installment of In My Humble Opinion podcast. Uh, You know, it just, it it blew the thing. But (laughs) we're back with another In My Humble Opinion podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Avery, like a very nice guy, also known as Avery Zaddy. You can find me as Avery Zaddy on all socials, Avery Z-A-W-E-I-E-U-S. Back with my co-host, my brother, my blood brother, Jess Devon, ladies and gentlemen, Jess Devon. That's me. That's me. That's me. Definitely him. Yeah. And you can find Jess Devon as Jess Devon on Twitter and Dr. Douglas on Instagram. That's right. And also, you can find the both of us, my humble O, on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us. We talk back. It's a whole vibe. We really do. We, we between the both of us, somebody will get to you. Oh, we're on Facebook too. We're on Facebook for the old people. We're on Facebook. Yeah. I forget about Facebook. Hi, aunts, uncles, mom, dad. I see y'all watching. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. Everybody over 55. Hey. What's going on? We're on Facebook. (laughs) 
We forget about you guys constantly, but we won't anymore. I, I will always shoot you out at this point, but it's good not to forget things. It's good to remember what's going on. Uh, a lot of times people who remember things, usually they perform a lot. You have to write down things. You have to remember where you're going with your performance. One of the people that we have actually, our guest today is a performer, a poet, <coughs> rapper, singer, activist, mother, who is also verified on OnlyFans. We're gonna talk about that. With her new album, As For Me and My House, out right now, I know, I know, but when it comes out, by the time this comes out, it'll be out right now. Rochelle Gemini, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> love the hair. We really need to get some sound effects so we can do it. <laughs> I got y'all. I got y'all until y'all get it. Oh, also, I forgot to add an amazing cook because, um, oh my goodness. Hey, wow. <laughs> On CP time, for real. That man showed up in the middle of a podcast. Well, not in the middle, the beginning. But I also got to add Amazing Cook because I went to your listening party and yes. you had food and it was really good because um, there was no meat. No yes, meat vegan all. jambalaya. And that was real. I'm not just saying that because I went back. All right. <laughs> I went back for more. I did. Aww. Wow. Well, I since we're all here, you also, uh, this wasn't by accident. This is somebody that was invited to the pod. This isn't like an accidental guy. Oh, I just hopped in. Yeah, you have another person that is on the podcast. You want to yes. introduce him? Of course. Okay. Also, we have with her today, actually a producer extraordinaire, AJ, ladies and gentlemen. Producer extraordinaire, he produced. Who's, your phone's going off too? Uh, he just on? came in all types of, you know what? Back it up. Here we go. You got to say his name since his phone Fucking was up. going off. <laughs> AJ, ladies and gentlemen, who who, who dodged off the screen now. <laughs> produced the entire album and has the most luxurious beard. You ever see a version? You ever see somebody who looks like a better looking version of yourself? Oh, oh don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. I was like, oh, man, God, I gotta, I gotta take my hat off because now, now it's all, look, I gotta oh, go. Right. Oh, oh, all melanated brother, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, you know, I will not I allow already you. Already knew you was bald from the hat when I first met you, and I was like, the nigga looks like a way better looking version of myself. I, I, I gotta be a vegan at this point. I gotta be a vegan. I apologize for, for my tardiness and my phone. Uh, oh, you're forgiven. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yes. yes. That's what's up. <laughs> so, just pulling out shots. That's what's up. On, on, on <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we, we are going to talk about uh, the album. We're going to talk about being a vegan, we're gonna talk mm. about cookbooks. Uh, I bought your cookbook; it was great. Uh, yeah. yeah, I did. I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Thank you. We're gonna talk about OnlyFans, which we just found out about. Not the website, but just the fact that you're verified on it. Uh, so yeah, we want to talk about all of that. Uh, the last time that we had you on the show, uh. You you talked about this album. You said, "Look, as for me and my house," uh, and 
first off, before we even get into it, just explain that title. Mm. Okay, so as for me and my house, uh, <laughs> the way it became about, actually, uh, I don't even talk about this often, but I'll tell y'all because I feel comfortable. I feel at home. Um, my parents are, you know, my dad's a pastor, my mom, you know, there was more religious. And at the time I was not going to church when I was living with them. And, um, they were like, where are you going? I was like, yoga. And I had just cut my hair off. It was 2016. I, I stopped me everything. And, um, you know, my parents, I feel like they wanted to scare me kind of back into church. Cause I know they love me. It wasn't anything, uh, where my parents are like just terrible people. They're great people. But uh, they was just like, Michelle, if you're not going to church, you know, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And I was just like, I'm not going to go to church. And it was like, you got to be out by the end of the month then. And I was just like, I'll be out. Oh, and wow. I left and I was, you know, what I didn't have, I didn't know where I was going to stay. And my homegirl that I did yoga with was just like, I got this big house. You can come stay with me. You can pay me. And I just get a, you rent a room out. And I stayed there for like three months. And I told myself, like, I'm going to build off of this. I'm not going to just, you know, be all like, woe is me or whatever. If I believe in the universe, you got to believe in it. You can't just be like, I'm scared, but I believe in it. Like, no, you got to really put yourself out there. So when it came to it, um, as for me and my house was uh, paying homage to that and understanding that I really believed in myself and the universe. And then also me as a person, I believe your house is your temple, your body. Our spirit is inside of a vehicle moving at all times. And you want to take care of that vehicle. So, you know, a lot of people, they, I listen to all kinds of music. I, I listen to dance music, rap music, this music, that music. We eat all kinds of food. People eat this food, that food, this food, this food. For your spirit, though, as for me in my house, I will be serving y'all veggies. I'll be serving y'all the organic music, the, the music that's going to heal you, the music that's going to really come to you and, and, and make you learn, make you laugh, make you love. Make you, you know, really just connect with yourself. So that's what it means when I say ask for me in my house. And um, that's just from me to y'all. Like, ask for me in my house. This is what I'm going to give y'all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's perfect. Now, the other thing, too, is uh, we, we talked about in the last episode. Uh, well, wait. Your parents didn't kick you out. Are your parents cool with the... Uh, you were trying to convince your parents about eating better, right? You were like yeah. everybody about eating better. How they yeah. doing with it now? You know, it's so crazy. Last week, my dad hit me up because it was spring break. I didn't have a kid. And he was just like, hey, can we go to that vegan barbecue place that you go to? Like you brought me that one time? I was just like, what? Okay. So I ended up taking him and my mom to the vegan barbecue. And I, I went into their house, asked for them in their house. And we ate at the table. It was just me and them. It's one part, one of the times that I don't have my kids because usually it's like, bring the kids in, bring the kids. you know, they're going to stay over there. But I was just able to talk with them and sit there with them. And my dad came to my house two weeks ago, cleaned my garage. And he was just like, yo, the doctor said I got to give up dairy. Like, I was like, oh, I got you. I know all the, the, the cheese recipes to help you get off the cheese. And he was just like, for real? I'm like, yeah, I got the first <laughs> No, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, because I understood it was out of fear. It's not out of they hated me or they didn't like me. It was just like, how can we scare her back into yeah. church? How, how are they now with the church decision? 
They cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, they love do. me. They understand me. It's funny because, like, even for uh, holidays, they had got me like crystals and like Egyptian looking jewelry and okay. all kind of stuff. It was just like, this look like you. And I'm like, <laughs> you accept me. I'm appreciative. And you know, I give them what they what they love. It's funny because at first I was going to church on like Mother's Day or Father's Day because I'm like, this is what they really want. But you know. Uh, I just stopped because I was just like, I'd rather give y'all gifts from my heart instead of just trying to make y'all happy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, Avery introduced AJ, but uh-huh. Rochelle, I'm going to let you, AJ produced this album, correct? Yes. So I want to know, uh, before we even get to AJ, what was it about him and his talent that you were like, yo, this is, this is who I need to produce the album. How did this connection happen? I was on stage at a concert and he was in the audience and he was just standing there all tall and shit. And like, I looked at the nigga and I was just like looking at him and he was looking at me and I like got the mic and I'm just like, look at that tall, dark skinned nigga over there. And then <laughs> I didn't say that, but I said it in my head and I went to the next person that was on the roster. But um, we ran into each other, I think at Sunshine's mm. and he was just like, I don't know if you remember me, but I was like, duh, you're the tall, dark-skinned nigga that was right there looking at each other in the audience. <laughs> and um, he was like, I produced. And I was like, oh, yeah. And it's crazy because I hear this so, I hear this like almost every other day. Oh, I produced, let me see some beautiful. Oh, I produced, let me see. And I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to his. Let me listen to his. And I listened to the beat and I started making a song automatically. Like, it was coming like that. And, um, I was like, yo, check this song out. And he was like, oh, okay. You already made a song to it. I can change this. I was like, no, 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 that's the song. We good. And then he was just like, I got some more stuff. He started sending more stuff. And I was just like, got some more songs. (laughs) And uh, all of a sudden it was just like, yo, it's a project. The project is finished. It's done. And it's asked for me in my house. At first it was asked for me in my house when we start veggies, but I ended up naming the cookbook that. And then, you know, being like, wait, I'm going to have a cookbook and an album, and they're going to be, like, together, merging, doing different things. But, um, yeah, it took a little while because I'm not a rushy, rushy person. I'm, like, divine time, divine time. And I'm appreciative of him because he wasn't like, when are you going to put this out? When are you going to put this out? When are you going to put this? You know, he wasn't all up on me like that. So that that was refreshing because some producers be like, when are you going to use my beat? When are you going to use it? I'd be like, nigga, divine time. If you know me. And you know I work better on divine time. So um, now it's it's like we, man, he, the beats were just so live. They were just so live, and it was easy to put together. Even the skits, like it all made sense. We went to the master and mixing situation, and oh wait, Rochelle, is your is your my bad, my bad, there you my bad. There you go. There you the go. The twenty percent, twenty percent thing came. Oh, um, okay. it's, I'm, it's I'm good. I will, I'll hook the phone back up. Um, okay. So okay. what happens is now uh, we have the master and mixing situation, and I'm just like, yo, this this whole hit my heart. Like it hits my heart. Like it made me cry. I was just like, bro, this is like really my soul out for y'all to see. I hope y'all take it and use it. <laughs> All right. I like that. Now, uh, AJ, 
let's go back to the night where you're the tall dude standing in the audience uh, <laughs> staring at Rochelle. What were your thoughts initially? Uh, man, she just had something about her that, um, that stood out. Like, you know, and I was trying to figure out, I didn't know that she rapped, right? So she was there hosting, a, she was there hosting the event. And so she was kind of the, she was doing the crowd work. She was being funny. She was being charismatic. And she was a, she was a, a nice host. She was a good host. And at some point in the show, um, people got to freestyling and rapping. Oh, I battled that nigga. And, <laughs> and she got the, she had got the rapping. And it was already like she was funny. She was hosting and she was being charismatic. She was she and she did a poem. So it was like, hold on, wait a minute. So she's funny. She got like energy. She did a poem that I thought was dope. And then hold on, wait a minute. She's kind of spitting. And this is let me pet. She's spitting though. Like she really, she's really like rapping though. Like, hold on, wait a second. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where it was like, I would work with her. You know, and so when I ran into her again, um, and I always wanted to do just like somebody's project from front to back, right? And I didn't present that to her at the time, but that was kind of the thing that I was always wanting to do, was just do an artist's whole thing from, from front to back. And once she sent me back, like it happened just pretty much like she said, I, I sent a, a, a beat, and um, she sent it right back like a day. It was like, you know, oh, here, here it is. I was like, works fast. <laughs> did, that, did that on her own on a, by herself. I said, I can work with this. I can work with it. And so I was like, yo, and, and the thing about it was, is I have a jazz background. I came from, I came from jazz. And so a lot of, me stepping over to hip hop production and doing that. Like, of course I've been a hip hop fan for forever, but I always liked and appreciated, you know, like DJ Premier or Knife Wonder or, or folks that used old music and then kind of like made it be what it needed to be. Like, but it was very music based. A lot, you know, Bob James, uh, you know, like Nautilus, Rockin', like those type of tracks and those type of beats. And it was like, well, how can I bring that stuff from that era to now and also not sample because I can play instruments. Mm -hmm. And that, that's basically what it was. So I had a bunch of stuff that I was really just making for me. I wasn't I wasn't making it because I thought that anybody would ever say, oh, this would be a good song, because every time I would be done making it, I, I would be like, oh, I don't I don't know necessarily who would rap to this. I think it's dope, but you know, who else is going to think it's dope? So I, I ran into her and I don't know what, it was kind of like a more neo-soul type of thing that, that I sent her. Uh, and then she was like, all right, cool. Then I sent her like a, a hard journey. I sent the joints that didn't even make the album. I, I sent you like the art of- uh, The art, the of, art of War. Yeah, and then you did that one. I was like, okay. Oh, you produced and the Art of War. I, it's, it's enough. She did a visual to it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh snap, you made that beat? I didn't even know. See, so like, that's what I was telling you as far as 
what she took all of the stuff that I was always wanting to put out to make a complete project with. She took that stuff and was like, yo, let's like, we put it together like this. She had a lot to do and say with it. And so I say half of the album was stuff that I had worked on over the last four years. And then the other half of the album was made afterwards to kind of go along with the vibe of, of what it was we was doing. Um, you know, a couple, a couple of joints didn't make it, but I'm really proud of it. I'm, I'm really proud of her. Uh, she took uh, music. She put out a, a project, man, like a, a whole project. Um, and I had listened to her previous stuff um, and she's like the new embodiment of Pimp C and always paying homage to like the the Houston heritage, you know, and like doing it proud, especially for women and a message. If you listen to her lyrics, you know, you can, it's something that you can stand behind. I can have my mama listen to that and it's gonna be like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? It's, or yeah. I can have whoever listen to it. It's something in there for you. And that's what I appreciated about it as well. I think a lot of times as a producer, you know, you, you do music and it'd be like, damn, I don't kill four people and 22 people. <laughs> I don't sell drugs and kill people yeah. and, and, and had sex with a bunch of women again. And, and, yeah. and like, but this was something completely different in, in that space. So where it was like, oh, okay, no, like what's, what's next? What's the next one? Let's, let's keep going. Um, and I, I can't wait. I don't sent there already kind of some new stuff. Uh, so, you know, Gary Bruno Mars is, I'm, I'm going to let this come out and I'm going to let people enjoy it. And I, I just feel like it's very left of whatever, of, of anything that's out right now, you know, and as you already know, it's beating the, it's, it's still beating up your trunk if you needed to beat your trunk up. That's You're true. That's one thing that, uh, I talked about with you guys. As far as, because I've heard the, um, I heard the album, Devon was sick that night, he couldn't make it. But me listening to the album, me personally, one of the things, I was sitting next to uh, Boy Drew, shameless plug, shameless plug. Uh, I was sitting next to him, we are talking about it, and it was like, one of the things that I really thoroughly enjoyed is, number one, I like the fact that you pick low-end heavy drums, and mm -hmm. not 808s. It didn't sound like it stood out with what was going on. And plus, you obviously have to play the bass guitar. So hearing yeah. everything that was going with it, I was like, oh, this is a real instrument-driven album. It sounds really good, and it's going to sound better with a yeah. Sunday with a band. Yeah. I, was, wow. I, 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 can't, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't, hey, I can't oh, wait. Let's talk about that. Yeah, because I, I, I missed it. I, I was, my foot was just hurt. I was like, I can't yeah. walk on this. But now I'm like, that's yeah, wheelchair. I'll be fine by Sunday. <laughs> I'll be fine by Sunday. Like, so let let let's talk about uh this because I saw little snippets of you working with a live band. So yeah. let like let's get into this whole the way that you guys are are putting this album together. Yeah. Uh let's talk about the live band. I I um I couldn't hear anything else but a live band. You know how sometimes you can get on there and let me get the instrumental, let me do it, you know, or whatever. And um, I was like, no, I need a band. I was like, Universe, I need a band. Oh, I don't know if I got a budget for a band. I need a band, Universe. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, um, the mad drummer, he was just like, man, you need to come by my studio. 
he came to uh, I was working at Hush. I'm doing I'm, I've been hosting at Hush doing a poetry night there. And um, I was like, all right, I'll come by your studio. And I saw his drums and I'm like, oh yeah, he probably could make a whole little band, put that together. I said, yo, you want to listen to my album? I need a band. And he was just like, I'm already going to say yes, but yeah, let's listen to the album. He listened to four songs and was like, I don't need to hear the rest. Uh, Mm. Tell me when you want to do rehearsal. Tell me when you want, like, we all need to set this up. And it was that easy. It Mm. was very quick. And we didn't have rehearsal. The first rehearsal was so perfect that I was like, universe, bitch, showing out. (laughs) Really showing out. Uh, But, you know, um, they caught on to every song and it sounded right. And they were just like, whoa, you really sound like what you sound like on your tracks. And I'm like, thank you. Y'all sound like the tracks. Thank you. So, um, I don't even know two of them names, two of the guys. That's how that's how much we just go in there, we work, and then we smoke, and then we leave. Mm. That work, that get man. that work, get that smoke, then leave. then leave. It works. It works. And you guys are going to be debuting all of this on Sunday. Sunday. That's Sunday fun. with the Evolution Band. Yeah. Now, the other thing, too, is, uh, let's go. I know you knew uh, Rochelle going into this, uh, the the concept of kind of what you wanted for the album. Did things change once you met the producer? Were you like, hey, I got AJ now. Did things get added to or you were like, oh, I, like this is pretty much the same path. I knew what I was going for. Um, I think I had already, I think I had met him and I, you know what the rest, the, it all started coming in my mind as everything progressed. Um, when I met him, it, no, nothing shifted my mind. No, nothing has shifted my mind. I, it's very hard to shift my mind once I'm on a once I'm on a creative path. I'd be like, nah, I'm on this hoe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you see the dirt that I've been through back there. I, I've been on this path for a while. I think I know. I know. Like you can't be like I think. You got to be like, nah, no. So either way, it could have been anybody. But his his beats definitely inspired every every pathway. So it was like, yeah, okay. Now I got this recipe. Now I got this recipe because the whole track list is a recipe. So, yeah. Yeah. And then even going along with that, it's, uh, I know when he saw the way that you did the hosting, he was like, oh, like you host, you rap, you got it all. Like we could, we could do an album together. Were you going into this thinking I, I'm going to get a string of producers or I need to find one producer? You know, I don't, I don't even uh, I don't even think that far into it. I'm just more like what sound what what sounds right in my soul right now. Like you know, I can hear a producer. I can actually hear any producer make any song. Mm-hmm. I have songs with several producers out here that I I just haven't released, and I just been like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that, but it's in the vault. Like you know, I have a lot of songs with different people that have sent me things, and I'll send it back to them. I was like, I don't know when I'm gonna release this, but this is what I came up with. They like, oh, that's it. This is it right here. It's about to be this one. I'm like, nigga, you don't know. You know? <laughs> but, but thank you for recognizing that craft inside of me. But, you know, um, but when I felt his, I, I was just like, no, I, I know this. All of it sound cohesive, you know, and yeah. some of the other beats that other people sent me weren't cohesive. They were just like, oh, this is a dope beat. OK, this one cool. OK, I can do something with this. With his, I was just like written, written. 
written. It wasn't, I didn't have to think. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. great. And I then, knew. I, oh, I, you I, knew. I, 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 I'm, I, saying, I'm about to say, because she I, just said she records with producers, and sometimes that I, stuff just wind up in the vault. So I, 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 you, I, I was, you, I was gonna let up. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't letting up. However many joints that I needed to send her to be like, <laughs> okay, we got enough to put a project out. Uh, I know she was working with other people. It, it was kind of like hollering at that girl that you like, that you know that's fine. You can't really give her too much room to, to entertain nothing else. So I, I I stayed at her like, oh, okay, I got this beat. I got that yeah, one. Yeah, it was like, Tiffany beats all the time. I, I got this one. And then, hold on, what do you think about this one? And then as they was coming back, uh, uh, again, like I said, some of them were uh, like, oh, like really from like, 2015, you know, uh, and it was like, you know, you made a track to this or you made a track to that. What do you think about this? And she was like, oh, I love it. I look, and so the, it's, <laughs> one, it's, it's, it's one be on there that at this point, I'm just low key bullshitting at this point now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and not bullshitting in a bad way. I mean, like I'm really stretching how far left and creative we want to go. You know what I'm saying? So, ah. you, you know, like in, in certain music, you, you have things that's not necessarily on beat, it's off beat on purpose. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the name of the track, well, I named it, I called it like Loose Change. Like, you know, it's, it's, so you got one element slugging and it's like, the it sounds almost like it's off, but once you catch it, it's like, oh, I feel the groove. Like I, it's a whole different little groove here that's happening, it's nice. Is that and then, what you cooking? So, yeah, and yeah. Then, and, and then at, and then at some that point, and, and, and at some point in the song, I shift the time again. So what you think is about to happen doesn't. And again, it, it's like it throws you all the way off balance, and it's off beat again. But the whole way through, she like rapped and sang on it to make. I said, "All right, okay, cool. Uh, we we can do no wrong. Like, so let's let's go ahead and really stretch what our creativity is and, and what it is that we're doing." Um, and once you started listening to, once we started listening to them together when we was getting the mixed and stuff like that, it just we looked at each other. Or I looked at her and I was like, "This is." This 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 sound like we really intentionally made this together. You took <laughs> stuff that like I didn't even feel like went all together, the older stuff, and now we we filled in all of the gaps. And this is like this 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 is a project. This is gonna be a project. Project. Yeah. Oh. Also, I mean, one of the other things too is I mean, when I when when I talked to my brother about it, because he was actually able to go to the listening party, uh mm-hmm. He kept talking about a dash of self-love. And, <laughs> and he was literally like, hey, man, a dash of self-love. First of all, I know it's only like 55 seconds. <laughs> he was like, done. <laughs> he goes, yo, that's the, like, that's a song. But he's yeah. like, it's only, like, it's less than a minute. Like, yep. but he's like, I'm telling you. It's, it's, you need to be heavy handed on that one. I wrote down, <laughs> I, I wrote down some favorites. It, it wasn't just that one, no. Picture of simplicity. This is three minutes yeah. and nineteen seconds of bliss. Whole lot of dedication as well. So like a yeah. dash of self love. Number one. Look. Yeah. Right, I'm not gonna shut up about it. Okay. I'm not. 
right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. You might get some this, more, more self-love, the extended version, more self-love. Yes, just more, because I'm like, my goodness. Like, yeah. I, I was like, when you were like, hey, it's an interlude, I was like, no, I'm not going to relax. <laughs> 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 that is a thing. But then I was like, okay, but pinch of simplicity as well. You were like, yo, point out some singles. I was like, pinch of simplicity as, as well. And a whole lot of dedication, you got in your bag. That's when Rochelle's like, okay, I, I gotta, I, I, yeah, I, I rap, guys. Look at, look at me. I'm out here really, really rapping. So I thoroughly enjoyed what you guys put together. Thoroughly. Yeah, uh, and, and you're also really singing too. Singing yeah. a whole lot, way more than she has on any other project. Uh, so yeah. let's let's talk about that because I it, it's not that people were like, oh, I didn't I didn't know she could sing, but I haven't really associated you with just yeah. singing a lot on the track. So what was it about this album where you're like, yo, let me let me show y'all I got <laughs> another little something? You know who told me to start singing? Who? Shannara. Really? Okay. Shannara said. You need to sing some more. Like, you need to just go ahead and sing. sing uh, no, wait, wait, wait. I mean, because he already introduced you. He already said you're like, you know, the, the, uh, like, you have that Pimp C energy. Please explain yeah. to the audience who Shannara is. Oh, Shannara Butler is the goddess, the trillest goddess, also the wife of the late, great Pimp C. Okay. Maybe forever rest in power. Um, she told me I needed to sing more because she would hear me sing. And then um, as the beats were coming in, because I, I think I did follow the follow the instructions first. And now when I'm rapping, like I, that's like I'm like, yeah, y'all going y'all gonna hear me sing, but y'all gonna catch these bars. And yeah. I had let her hear it because I, I wrote follow follow the instructions a while ago. And uh, she was like, you need to sing some more. Like, you need to just sing. Go ahead. I'm like, all right. And then when he started sending in beats, I stopped thinking in the rapper thought process. I started saying if I was a creative, just a creative. Let me let me see what I can do with my voice on the beat. I already know I got words, but let me see what I can do with my voice on the beat. And that's what I did. I just experimented heavily. Mm -hmm. Do you think, uh, and, and this kind of goes to either one of you, do you think AJ's jazz background, because it sounds like it's a lot of yes. experimentation that's yes. going along in here. Yes, <laughs> I do believe the jazz definitely uh, swayed me. I am... Definitely one of those Erica Badu babies, uh, Lauren Hill, Sade, Anita Baker. I can't play her stuff, so I'm really sad about this. Um, Jill Scott, Andy Ivory. I I I thrived in that in my earlier years. I'm still in my early years, but that's what I was really um, cultivating myself in on my spare time. You know, I everybody got their own thing. They're like, I grew up listening to blah 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 blah. That's where I cultivated my spirit and my my want and balance for life. So those people definitely were already in my soul. And I feel like influenced a lot of the ways that I, I felt like getting on a beat, but in my own way. Mm. So something funny uh, about it, that one of those songs, I think it is followed up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm from Chicago, but I, I was like, yo, I moved down here to Houston and I was like, the, who are some of the most iconic, um, you know, people that produce music that I like here. So of course, 
the Ghetto Boys and Face and then UGK or, you know, Thug, you know, so it was just like, you know, what would one of those guys rap to? It always was very bass heavy. It always had a nice groove to it. And I made that that song and I was like, man, UGK would kill this. And so in its set, this is one of the ones that's like four or five years old. And she heard it and made a song to it. I had no idea uh, that she knew anything or had that type of connection or love for, you know what I'm saying, UGK and Pimp C. And to hear her do it, and then to hear like, oh man, I was like, yo, this is this is live right here. I was like, as far as her talking about the universe, I was like, only the universe put this together, like for this to be serendipitous, for me to have this thought all these years ago, and then for me to find the one artist that can bring it to fruition. Like that, I just thought that was dope. That's so because I mean, you read like you read Pimpsey's biography and you see uh, stories, especially about him creating those earlier albums. And one of the things that stands out, I remember it was like Corey Moe talking about is the number of musicians that he was bringing in to sessions. So he's like, this is not him sitting at a computer. And that's no shot against anybody that sits at a computer and makes anything. But he's like, he's bringing in bass players, saxophone, to like he's bringing in these people to play uh, and like a, a large number of people. And he's like, oh yeah, that was just for like one song. Like that's it. So he was very, very, very musically inclined. Uh, and that, that's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's nice to see that tradition carry on. They play the organ in the church, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of Southern producers where I was like, you know what, uh, because they are instrument heavy, like you see so many guys, it's like, yeah, I produce, but I also, like I started out in the band and I play yeah. like four instruments. <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay. It was an, it, it, that, that transition just carried me over because I know how music works and th this is just what I'm doing. So yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great to see you guys continuing on in that tradition. Uh, I mean, Pimpsey also talked uh, very candidly and sometimes salaciously. <laughs> let's get into let's get into OnlyFans because Only that's how you make that transition. Yeah. That was, that's what you like. I was seeing what he was doing like that because I was, I was like, it. how am I going to lead into this? All right, okay. OnlyFans. Only <laughs> now, first off, when you say OnlyFans. There's a certain connotation. I saw a documentary on OnlyFans. Right. Uh, right. Beyonce mentioned OnlyFans. The whole internet went, oh, Beyonce knows OnlyFans? Like, <laughs> so let's talk about OnlyFans. And you are verified. I'm verified. Oh, you're verified on OnlyFans. <laughs> Tell people how, one, first of all, OnlyFans contacted you? Yes. One so, of their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How does this happen? Okay, so one of the relationship managers emailed me and I was just like, this is not real. So what I do is I, I go into the email and if anybody has a Yahoo or Gmail, I really be like, this is not the real person. If they have their business on there, like Sue at uh, OnlyFans.com, I'm like, okay, maybe she's real. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe she's real. So they're like, 
we love your poetry. Like, we just love it. Could you bring it here to OnlyFans? Girl, you could be making money. Da, 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 da. Let's set up a meeting. And I was just like, sure, let's set up a meeting. <laughs> Boom, question mark. And it was just like, yes, we'll send you the link. Can we do it tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, let's see what's going on. So I go, uh, I have the Zoom meeting with them and they're just like, we love your poetry. Like we love your raps and your poetry. Like you just need to bring it over here. Watch what we're gonna help you do. We're going to make sure you have a marketing situation. You'll be able to talk to me anytime you wanna to talk to me. And you know, when you drop your content, we're gonna make sure, you know, you get right in front of uh, our, our social media. And I'm just like, okay, what's the, what's the hurt in that? Bring my poetry. She was like, this is the plan. Put 10 poems up, put 10 poems up. She was like, you can put whatever you want after that, but put 10 poems up. And um, she was just like, you can put pictures, you can do this, but poetry, we want some poetry first. I was like, okay. I put 10 poems up of me doing poems. And it was probably like three weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. And I was just in my in my little uh, tarot card poll room. <laughs> and I started looking at my phone and all of a sudden I get a bloop bloop. And they made me a commercial. They, uh, they put me on their Instagram. They put me on their Twitter. They put me on their YouTube channel. And out of nowhere, I had like 10 point, now I have 10.6K followers and I'm verified on OnlyFans. And people are tipping me for doing poetry. You got 10K followers on OnlyFans? I got 10.6K. Why do you have your foot up here? You see my son? This is yeah. That just came out of nowhere, right? Like, Hey, being a mom, see, that lets you know right there, being a mom, there's, he wants no, to break. there's no breaks. He wants me to wrap his legs real quick. Just like that hurt. This is what happens. But yeah, that's, yeah, while I'm doing this, I'm on OnlyFans. I'm on, I'm on OnlyFans. You know what I mean? And, and we, we've seen them. They're part of the album rollout. So, they are part you know? of they, they was like, we on the picture? I'm like, yeah, you made, you made the cut. Because they weren't going to make the cut. Because they was not acting good at the little, uh, at the at the photo shoot. I was just like, okay, I just need y'all to just don't make a face, just look straight. And then I would look at the pictures and they was like this. <laughs> I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> <sighs> they weren't acting bad. They just was being boys and kids. Um, you know, they, 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 they kids. That's just what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But be. yeah, we're going we're gonna to keep it rolling on OnlyFans. So I'm probably going to release an exclusive video on there, like with the album, like whatever. I don't know which one yet, but I'm going to release a nice one over there. Now, I know you had, I mean, like you said, when OnlyFans send you an email, you're like, what <laughs> so i was at first i was really like what and then i thought they were looking at like me on the my son has his nerve hey at lincoln lincoln <laughs> they don't care um yeah i i was like I, maybe they wanted me to do something like with my pole and i'm like i'm not that good yet on the pole like yeah. i'm just learning like i'm just showing me just learning yeah <laughs> and they're like no 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 you don't need to do any of that like you're good girl just do your poetry. They're gonna pay. And I'm like. So I guess well, that's the other thing. Like dispelling the uh, OnlyFans is, uh, uh, from what I read, it started out to be for creators. Artists. 
to connect yeah. with their fans. Yeah. Patreon. It was supposed to be it was Patreon. Uh, yeah, was, like Patreon. Patreon. Now I don't know why, but over out of nowhere got the knock where they were like, "Hey, out of nowhere, out of nowhere." Like somebody, you know, uh, sex workers and other people discovered it, and more power to them. They was like, "Look, this is a great way to make money," and apparently right. they leaned to that one more than Patreon and the other one. And OnlyFans just came synonymous with OnlyFans. So, and it's so funny because I like have people in my in the message. It's like, wow, you're doing some different stuff on here. I really like it. But can I see a titty? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I'm gonna ask you. Have dudes come in like, well, <gasps> this poetry is great, but I came to OnlyFans for a reason. Like, yes. <laughs> me, they ain't gonna beat us up. Like, I didn't got I didn't I didn't got all kind of messages and it's funny some of them just want just want me to talk back to them and they'll tip me just because I talk back to them like that's better than a random DM on Instagram. Oh my goodness, yeah, you do oh, talk back to them. I was just, all I said back was like, uh, "Hope your day's going. I hope your day's going well too, love." And they was like, "You so crazy, ten dollars." <laughs> no what? They tip me for. What? I need to get on all hey, look, look. I'm just let both of y'all know that none of you bald headed brothers, including myself, could get on OnlyFans. I was just about to tell him. Your hello, your hello ain't never will never be worth ten dollars. Nobody It's been a hilarious situation. I just been like, okay. Oh. I literally been taking stuff from Instagram and putting it over there and being like, "Wow, I got tip for that over and over here." Should have put my cash up. Yeah, likes. You got likes on Instagram. The likes didn't do nothing for you. Um, you know, likes don't really like like <laughs> I like I like real likes. Like you know, you you want to see some real likes? Post a flyer. <laughs> That's true. That's your real likes. <laughs> yeah. I get it. You can post the sexy pictures, sexy blah, 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 get the likes or whatever. Who cares? But post a flyer. Tell them come support. Yeah. I mean, $10 is... That's the likes. And speaking of, of, of support and partnering with groups like OnlyFans, which is awesome, you partnered with a group that's really uh, synonymous with Houston culture like you've always done. You partnered with particularly John Patillo, if I'm not mistaken. Who oh, yes. I'm with Digital. Co-CEO of Southwest Digital, which used to be Southwest Wholesale. Yeah. Oh, I'll speak on that. Um, it's so it's it's I told you it's just the universe. Send me on the path. And like it it was the last producer I was working with. He was just like, yo, I need you to come to this thing. Um, it's a listening, it's not a it wasn't a listening thing, it was like a mixer, but it was playing your playing everybody's music so everybody can listen to it. And he was like, I want them to play yours, this, that, and the third. And I was just kind of like. I don't feel like going out today. I think I was on a water fast. I was like, I'm not really trying to be around too many people at that oh, moment. And um, I still went and I'm glad that I did. Uh, I ended up meeting John there and he heard my music and he was just like, why aren't you know? Like, what is going on? Like, I don't understand what's going on. I was just like, I don't know. I was like, I do the most of the can. I'm a single mom. I got a lot of stuff to do. So, you know, I do, I feel like I do the most that I can though. And he was just like, you just need to meet the right people. And I'm like, all right, cool. So they didn't have everything set up when I met them at that time. But uh, whenever he got everything set up out here in Houston, 
he reached back out and he was like, you got any projects? Da, 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 da. And I was like, I do. I was like, I've been putting a project together. And that was like in December. Yeah. And I told him, I was just like, I might release it in February. And crazy, I'm glad I didn't because February was crazy. But I was like, okay, I'm ready. I was just like, at the end of February, I was like, let's do it in March. And we ended up sitting down for one meeting and he was just like, let me show you how I can help you. Let me show you how this, da, 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 da. let me show you around this space. If you want to use this space, you can use this space. And I was just like, Universe, bitch. <laughs> I was about to say, are they are they relaunching? Southwest Wholesale is like the Southwest re- Wholesale is now Southwest Digital. So now they're gonna they're digital distributing. And for, and for the audience that doesn't know, Southwest Wholesale is the reason why all the Houston artists would not sign with major labels at all. They were like, I Southwest Wholesale is the reason why Slim Thug pulled up to that meeting with Pharrell and a Bentley. Like he was like, I am rich because we sell all our records here in the South. Like we sell our records in Texas, Louisiana, yeah. like all the South. So they hey, are launching as a digital. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh wow! That goes that goes to everybody, just like a distro kid, just like just like a tune core, but. I'm able to go talk to them. That's wow. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so stuff the universe really do be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just I live because I, I told AJ, I was like, yo, we're gonna do distro kid. I told him that a while ago. And then John was just like, no, bring it, let's do it. He was just like, I'm gonna help that it's in that third. And I'm just like, all right, all right. If you fuck up, I'm gonna fuck you up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big nigga. I don't no, know. but he know me like that. Like I'm just, uh, I don't know. I, I got a little feisty in me because I'd be like, nigga, don't be. It better be all together. But make sure everything together. AJ, what is this like? You're working with the artists, and it's like OnlyFans is shooting their emails, being like, "Hey, let's get on. I want to hear this album that you two worked on." Uh, Southwest Distribution is like, "Hey, what y'all working on? Uh, <laughs> what is that like?" like to, yeah have that as somebody you were just standing in the audience saying like yo that girl's talented yeah well so i've 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 done that before it just has never panned out this well how about that (laughs) (laughs) so uh one of the things you know like first uh, (laughs) (laughs) all of it you're uh, good though, because uh, we can only see you on camera. Uh, for the audience, uh, a child came in. They've got a gerbil of some sort. Uh, I, I don't know if that's a gerbil or a hamster. And then uh, I think he he's a guinea pig. Okay, get out. Okay, it's a guinea pig. We're doing a show. Knock knock down. Knock down. Knock down. Knock down everything. But yeah. I've frequented the open mic scenes before because I was always looking for an artist to work with. You know, um, being a producer, I've worked on stuff. Um, and and just being an up-and-coming producer and kind of knowing where, where it is you want to do. You could either chase, like, the mainstream artists, the guys that's popping or whatever, and kind of get lost in that fog of what it is that you're going to do and when your music is going to come out. Or you can find an artist and say, hey, this is an artist that I have access to that I could do something great and dope with. And Rochelle was just kind of, uh, she she was receptive to it. She was receptive to it and, and we worked well. 
um, and when we put it out, a lot of the stuff I don't necessarily know about in, in, until it's kind of happening, right? And so the the OnlyFans thing, I I went to Instagram and saw it, and she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, OnlyFans." <laughs> it was like, "Oh yeah, so yeah, OnlyFans." I was like, "You gonna be on OnlyFans?" Yeah, yeah. And she says it such like you know cavalier, you know, saying real matter of fact about it. But when you hear the story, because that was my first time hearing the story about how the OnlyFans thing came about as well. So when I'm when I'm asking about, oh, yeah, OnlyFans. <laughs> and so then when we sit down with Southwest Digital and and talk about what it is that we're doing and getting everything straightened together, it's kind of like, OK, this is dope, too. But the historical nature of how all of this is. I knew that it was gonna be a project. I knew it was gonna be impactful. I, I knew that it's uh, super dope, inspirational music. I, I knew the message behind it was dope. I, I know her whole movement as far as, you know, getting people to, to treat themselves better, uh, to hold themselves accountable, um, to treat their body like a temple and eat better. And, you know, it just, just overall, that's, what spoke to me the most of why I was like, yo, I, I have to go ahead and continue. We have to finish to the finish line. And so I wouldn't expect anything else but what's happening right now. Uh, yeah. That's good. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're talking Warms about my heart. Treating the body as a uh, uh, temple, like, uh, Y'all yes. met it, Sunshines. Uh, AJ, I'm assuming, are, are you vegan and vegetarian as well? I dabble. You dabble? I have enough stuff that I don't eat that it should be easier for me to, I only basically eat chicken. So while, while I don't eat seafood, I don't eat pork, I haven't eaten it for, for years, I very rarely eat beef, but chicken, chicken and cheese is basically you know, the only, the only two things that's stopping me from being vegan. I, I don't, no milk, no, no anything like that. Uh, but chicken and cheese? Hard to give up. Sean already said the cheese part we could go ahead and work on. Yeah. You know, but every now and again, I might have to lemon pepper some wings. But for the most part, uh, I, I eat pre. -cold. He's a flexitarian. A polotarian is what I talk, call it. Polotarian. People. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, there you go. <laughs> Polo. You can't, Marco, you can't do the cauliflower, <laughs> the, the cauliflower wings don't get you over. Uh, cauliflower wings make me angry. A little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's not, let's not call these wings. Sorry. Like, I really, Why I really like Ooh, it. That's funny. I, I like it. Yeah. Let's, let's not call them wings, though. How about that? that? Let's, that, just that call it, let's just call it fried cauliflower. Look, can we that's do that? That's my only problem with some of the vegetarian stuff. I was like, you're naming this something, and I'm expecting something. Like, <laughs> that's no, hilarious. No, cauliflower, fried cauliflower dipped in sauce is delicious. It is. <laughs> Don't tell me it's a wing, though. Like when you tell me it's a wing, exactly. I came in here with wings. But you have to understand, we are trying to help transition it mentally for our people. That's it. We're just trying to transition, like helping the transition. Yeah. That be, I'd be like, I love the part of a transition when people are just like, well, what if I want to eat this? And I'd be like, oh, I can help you right here. 
you know, and I'm not expecting anybody to just turn vegan. I'm never like, you got to be vegan, you got to be vegan. That's not me. And I tried to, and I, even at the, the listening, I have a song called Ask For Me In My House. I was like, this is for people that come at me for being vegan and come at my, me trying to make my, not make, but letting my kids be vegan as well. They try to be like, I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you raised them. Like, you need to get them kids a little meat. I'm like, bitch, get out of my face, huh? Like, <laughs> is it, is it, is it your necessary? kid does not look like they're doing well. Like, stop, calm down. So, um, yeah, that song right there was dedicated to someone and I, I told him who it was dedicated to already. But okay. um, I just, you know, I mean, I, I want everybody to just, like I said, do a detox. Like, you know, like that's the most that I'm asking people, the least actually that I'm asking people to do. Do a detox because there is so much inside of us that is powerful and hidden from us because of what we eat, because of what we're forced to read or we're forced to believe in the media or we're forced to believe in, in, in so many things. Like everybody thinks like, oh, well, I was raised like this. So therefore that is me. And it's not you. That is what people have told you you are. And it's time for people to deconstruct, deprogram, and reprogram themselves so they can really be themselves. That's it. That's true. I hear you talking. That's true. That's true. Uh, I mean, look, our dad is is a meditarian uh, since, <laughs> like, 1950. And mm -hmm. he loves, he can't stop talking about that mushroom sandwich is soul food vegan. Because he's like, hey. almost like, he's like, no, it's good. Like, it's not like you're biting into vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. If you say so. And that is hilarious. My, he said it's not like biting into vegetables, but you are. Yeah. My little cousin. Got him. Yeah. My little cousin, he ate the, and he ain't little. He's, he's taller and bigger than us. He played football, yeah. but he ate the chicken sandwich at Houston Sauce Co. Yes, he swears. that's my people. Houston he sauce, so food vegan too. I love, I love Thai. Oh Courtney yeah, and them and Houston oh, sauce. Yeah. They made me love Buddha and balls again. Yeah. Oh yeah. I said they do a great job even on the gumbo and everything. And like I said, my cousin swears that that's chicken. Like he's like, this is chicken, and I was like, no, it's not. It's this is a vegetarian food truck, and he goes, nah, this chicken. No, they're <laughs> vegan. They're not even vegetarian. They're yeah, they're vegan. vegan. They're fully vegan, and there's a whole lot of expansion uh, right now. So yeah, yeah. I just need people to stop calling stuff cauliflower wings. Like, don't do that. Don't do that to us. You're not okay. You're I'll send the I'll send the memo out to the vegans of the world. Yeah, yeah, because you're getting us there, and then you're making us mad. Like I was like, no, you should have just told us you had some good fried cauliflower. Not even just <laughs> not even just the cauliflower wings. Uh, cashew cheese. Like yo, I was in line. Hey, don't knock that cashew cheese until you have cashew it. Cheese I've had cashew I was in line for uh Houston sauce pit. Oh. Wait, my bad. Oh, wait, you're back. It was the battery thing. Okay, I was in line for Houston sauce pit in front of these dudes. And as soon as I turned around, this is when I went with my mom and them. And I was like, Mom, so they got a vegan this, a vegan that, da 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 da. And them niggas looked at me and then they looked at the cashew and they was like, wait, all of this is vegan? And then <laughs> they thought it was just a barbecue pit. Because that, that is what it looks They like. literally was just like, oh, no, we, we, we thought this was like a little turkey leg hood. <laughs> it says the sign right there. I'm going to do a quick plug of myself. We did a story for the Houston Press on Courtney. And okay. he talks about he bought a barbecue truck to start a barbecue business, like meat and everything. Uh -huh. And then he's like, he wasn't feeling like right. And he just happened in his personal life 
to become a vegan gradually. And what? He, yeah, he said, I'm coming up, and he's like, I started cooking vegan and meat at, on the truck. And he goes, every day I was selling out a vegan, and I was coming back with meat. <laughs> so wow. I, I finally just like, yo, just go vegan all the way. And he's like, do people want a vegan barbecue truck? The answer was yes. Yeah. We want it. <laughs> it was the best thing he could have done. Except, Smart. you know, the cauliflower. Avery, what were you saying about cashew cheese? Cashew cheese is trash. I don't know how y'all do it. AJ, I'm sorry. It's trash. Uh, they don't do it right. <laughs> no, no. Wait, look, 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 look. All right. So, have you had Rochelle's nachos? I have not, and I'm sure that they're amazing. Well, then, well, then save, look, save your, look, because I would agree with you. I would be right in line with you. Please yeah. don't tell me nothing about no nut cheese around this place. Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't even like the way it sounds. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to pause it right or, or, look, look, I'm one of those people that still be like, almond milk. Really? This is almond juice. I get why y'all yeah. don't call it that. You don't want to call it. sounds nasty. But yeah, so we're going to lie and say that it's almond milk, but yeah. milk don't, like, almonds don't have any milk. Let's, yeah. let's stop it. <laughs> almond <laughs> juice. Yeah. So I but, was, but, I was talking. I'm gonna put that in the memo too. <laughs> no, no, no. I am gonna say this. I was talking to a friend. Uh, she's Indian, and she was like, "I think the biggest thing, because she she's been vegetarian all her life, and she's like, I think one of the biggest things is, and these are her words, and not mine. She said, "Look, in America, at the beginning of y'all's vegan vegetarian movement, y'all let a group of people that are not known." for seasoning their food, take the forefront. <laughs> so she's like- <laughs> That is the cleanest way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh. hey, was like, hey, less. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, y'all was doing like tofurkey and stuff like that. And then gradually other people that are known for flavor started getting involved. And then people were like, Oh, well, this is other people. <laughs> other people. Because I'm going to tell you right now, cauliflower wasn't doing anything until like 2003. Like <laughs> from its inception till 2003, nobody in America was, was messing with cauliflower. That was just albino broccoli. Unless it was on a vegetable. Albino broccoli. I was low key picking it out that California blend, right? Back, that's literally <laughs> what I was like, oh man, they, they put all this random uh, cauliflower in my stuff. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna just move that to the side. Now it's like front and center. Like, yo, y'all, y'all just wasn't cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. It's like yes. certain things y'all were like, oh, y'all weren't cooking us right. Like, that could be it. They weren't. They weren't doing it right. Completely. I'm not gonna blame it completely on him. Those are her words and not mine, but I do agree. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Plus, even even with uh with Rochelle's cooking, uh, one of the things with the the jambalaya i was looking at every bite because after a while i'm like i know that's not shrimp but i, <laughs> it, but I know there's no shrimp it in was it. not shrimp there was no shrimp in there yeah. but i'm tasting it and then i went back and got some more i was i, I live my full fat boy i didn't i, I wasn't i wanted you to i wanted everybody to eat everything i wanted all the drink to be gone i literally was manifesting in my head like please let all of this go away so i don't have to yeah. care that much so 
I yeah. wish he could have had it because he brought nothing back. But that's cool. Uh, <laughs> hey. Yeah, I should have told him to make you a play. My bad. You're right. I, I, didn't, say, I, I thought nothing that. of you. I was just eating. I was like, okay. But Sunday, I got look. We got a lot of food on Sunday, so yeah. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. Sitting in the house with my food up. My food Damn. Up. So. Damn. Let's I got a, I got a couch just for you. <laughs> I do. I'll be like, no, 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 no. This is booked. This is <laughs> just for just Devon. Mm. Yeah. There you Thank go. You. He came here and his foot hurt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's on the mend. You know what I mean. Mm. But let's talk about now. So we're talking about Sunday. That's uh uh. You got your <gasps> concert. Moon Mill and concert. Okay, so let's talk about this rollout. What 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 are people going to be expecting? Um, so this concert is going to be very, how can I say, it? very unpluggish. Mm. You know, that's the feel that uh, I'm I'm most inspired by. It just feels raw. It feels natural. Um, I don't. I, I feel like if you're a performer, you don't need that that much going on, you know, as far as uh, like, I don't have any dancers or anything like that. So don't worry, I don't have no dancers. Not this time. I might add some dancers next time. Mm-hmm. But anywho, <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing different other podcasts, different other, uh, different. Uh, I have a couple of radio situations set up. So you're going to hear me interview more. Um, I have two visuals that I'm going to be putting out before the summer. Uh, I, I, I chose follow them, but I wanted to hear everybody else's. So y'all have really put it in my heart. Pinch of simplicity yeah. is definitely going to get a video. Okay. Now I just got to find a leading guy. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's a lovey dovey song. So Link. a producer who looks like I'm I said, it looks like Luke Page. Use him. Like, oh, use him? Yeah. The producer? Clearly. He said he looks like I look Cage. like Luke Cage. You, you know, let's not skip over the fact that the man just said I look like Luke Cage. I'm Clearly. glad you brought it. I, I, I look, I'm not an ugly dude. I walked in the room looking at the women and I was like, once I seen him, I was like, well, I got to sit down. Because <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody going to talk to me while he's here. They're like, I can have Avery, looking version right there so i was like oh yeah clearly he looks like a male model that's fun you silly avery you really silly he's lemon pepper wings and your cauliflower wings (laughs) 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 people were like well i know what i'm getting (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) but we got the album that is coming out tomorrow All right, but yeah. I, oh my God, it is tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow's Friday. Friday, yeah. Okay. So yeah, we got the album coming out tomorrow. Uh, we'll start off. We'll start off with AJ. Let people know where they can find you. Uh, and you know, where they can talk with you and everything. He can do Um, you can find me, Lincoln. Give me two seconds of quietness, okay? Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh, All right. Um, we're, we're oh, you talking to you talking to AJ? You talking to me? Said, we said AJ. You were trying, my bad. You were talking to my me. Bad. Go AJ. Right. <laughs> well, uh, man, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Incanacious. It's I N C A N A S O U S. 
And uh, yeah, you'll be seeing me. You'll be seeing a lot of me on Fridays in like a week. <laughs> Go ahead, tell them what's happening. I'm gonna be on Ready to Love. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay. I'm I'm be on Ready to Love. It, it it come out on April second, and so That's you'll be you'll be seeing me every week act a fool and go on dates and do and do the whole reality what? dating thing Shh. at Bring the same up. time of why yeah, I have this album out. We're here. We got some time. Uh, how how does one wind up on Ready to Love? Did you yeah. email them? Did they email you? How does this happen? They DM me on Instagram several times. Uh, So the first time I was like, uh, no. And then the second time I was like, uh, no. And I think that by the third time they asked me, I was like, why, why they keep asking me this? Uh, Because something, they asked me this for a reason. So I started posing it to people and kind of like Rochelle said, people who ask you about it, would you like to be on television? And you didn't, you didn't put an application in. You kind of don't think that it's real. And especially yeah. to be on, you know, own network or on a nationally syndicated television show, you, you you're thinking like they they have a better contacting system than DMing you <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> like they talent pool is a little bit a little bit more thorough than, than this. And so no, uh, so I said okay, like. I'm kind of interested. What can you tell me? And then it, it reached back out a fourth time, and I was like, "All right, cool, I, I'll do it." And, and that and that's how that kind of came about, uh, you know. And then COVID happened, and then it pushed it back, and you know, a bunch of other stuff. But now, I, you know, I just stay, I just stay open to to making a fool of myself on national TV. So you'll see that I'm not Luke Cage quick around this field. Okay, okay, because the episodes are already recorded, right? Yeah, this is already done. This is this is happening. The premiere so, is happening April second. So the thing is, I mean, right now, people don't know you as the guy already to love. They do not. So, before, I mean, right now, before Ready to Love even comes out, what do you think? I know you can't tell us nothing about the show, but how do you think the world is going to receive you? Are they gonna be like, oh, that's the dude? Or are they gonna be like, oh, oh this man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, def- they are definitely going to be like, I have an interesting story arc. I'll just go ahead and say that. Okay, I'm going to be either the guy that everyone loves or, or, or to hate, or I'm gonna be I'm the guy that's gonna come out smooth. So you got so why you got people like Derek Jackson kind of catching heat and stuff now? Like I was the I, I was the always the anti that. And so I was the person that, you know, hey, like, I'm going to do this. Uh, yeah, I did this and experienced this in my lifetime. No, I'm not necessarily trying to make anybody, you know, happy or play by what what we consider the rules when it comes to to dating and things of that nature. It, it'd be interesting. That's all I can tell you. It's going to be very interesting. And it was a lot of serendipitous type of stuff. Even the fact that this album is coming out right before that and how this is all rolling out is is rather interesting. Because I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, I remember he told me, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be on this. And I was like, oh, yeah? Like, you're you're on it, like, right now? Because we was having the meeting with the distribution people, and I was, was like, yeah, I'm not. 
yeah, I'm about to be on it. It's, it's already going to come out. And I'm like, all right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you oh. uh, from his description, uh, your, your, your producer is going to be, uh, he's going to be on a Shade Room post. I can already tell. I'm only going to be promoting this album. How about that? I'm going to be looking yeah. like, oh, did you listen yeah. to this album? Right. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. I was literally about to say, you know, all press is good press, I guess. Oh, be like, did you listen you to this? Out together, you got to get some kind of hashtag. Like, it's like, hey, ladies, I know y'all mad at me, but as for me and my house, <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. listen to this empowering music that I had right. a hand in making. Right. I stand by this. I stand by this. Like, I'm not that bad. It was. It was camera work. All right, <laughs> it was all it was COVID. It was a lot of stuff going on. It's good for TV. Looking at yeah, you gotta you gotta get out there and lay the groundwork out early. Just start <laughs> out early and really just make sure that they don't try to character assassinate you. Uh, right. Well, we'll see. I, I think that I have some redeeming. It's not all bad. I got some redeeming stuff that happens on there, uh, and, and you know, it's like a it's like a nice roller coaster. Uh, I don't really like him. Oh, but that was cool how he did that. Oh, that, don't like that nigga again. Look what he's out here doing. <laughs> it, it, like, oh, that was sweet though. Oh, oh this nigga. Oh, fuck this nigga now. <laughs> that's funny. That's basically how that's gonna go. Like, and then I hope they listen to the music. Be like, but he made nice music though. Right. Like, I really okay. like his That's what's was important. It was, it was like, like, yeah, he was ready for love, maybe, but he's definitely ready for the music. There you go. Sure. That works. That works. And Rochelle, <laughs> where can we find you on oh, OnlyFans? Uh, everywhere else? OnlyFans. Yeah, hey, let, uh, let everything is Rochelle. Yeah. Huh? Let people know about the OnlyFans, everything. Okay, so you go type in Rochelle Gemini and it's everything is me. Rochelle Gemini on Facebook, Rochelle Gemini on Twitter, Rochelle Gemini on Instagram, Rochelle Gemini OnlyFans. Um also, RochelleGemini.com. I and I have a shirt on there that I'll be dropping. I'm waiting for the actual shirts to come in. I was going to take a picture in it. I have a shirt dropping called I Got Crystals, But I Got Hands Too. <laughs> okay. okay. So, yeah, uh, that shirt will be dropping soon on my website. So I'm really excited about that. It's going to, you know, go. it goes with the theme because people come to me and they be like, you're so peaceful. You're so this. And I'm like, because. You giving me peace, I give you peace. But you give me some fuck shit, and you came to the circus. <laughs> I mean, that should be a high selling shirt because I think every girl I know that has crystals also has hands. Like I think that's why they got. That's it. the reason why she got crystals because <laughs> she don't want to use her hands. Like that's it. Before we get out of here, I I, I just gotta ask one last question. Um, okay. You told your parents you are only fans. Like, what was that conversation? <laughs> my parents don't even they're not even on facebook <laughs> if i say instagram they're gonna be like the facebook they don't even know they don't so know they're no not on there doing tiktok dances and nothing like that no. They got no they don't know about tiktok my parents literally they just got on youtube to do like church stuff like they put the church stuff on youtube and then they as far as any other thing you know who know like my cousins and them they know like but I think they they so dumb because my parents be like that's Michelle like what are we gonna do like they, they don't they, nobody can tell on me nobody can say anything so and then I'm not even doing nothing crazy everything that's on my OnlyFans is literally on my Instagram actually 
the poetry is not on my Instagram. I made those videos myself, but the other little posts of like just sexy little cute stuff like on the pole or just a picture or me just like, hey, it's on my Instagram. Yeah. And this one over here making money. So okay. what they gonna say? I'm not, and then I could I tell my parents all the time, I'd be like, I could be selling crack. I'm selling vegan food. Mm-hmm. Right. I go to the studio at night, I could be going to the strip club. <laughs> I could be, and it's no offense to everybody doing that, but my parents sometimes back in the day, they used to be like, real Michelle, you can't do that, you know you a mom. I'd be like, uh so where what mom handbook do y'all have? So you know, but we're past that phase now. They just be like, "That's for sure." I was about to say, "What well, mom handbook? The Bible? That's what they was going." That's how <laughs> my handbook is the Bible. The B I B L E. Yes, that's the book for me. I was laughing. That's it. That is how it goes. Got on there to YouTube. I feel like everybody that's old in the church gets on the internet to YouTube, and I love it to record because they always record with their phones, like it's a live podcast. And they can't. Let like, me know if y'all can hear me. Let me know. Yeah, yeah. Literally, like, I'm like, you can, you can edit this part out. Like, <laughs> like, nah. Yeah. And they're always right here with me. Like, it's always the bottom of their face. It's just the bottom, and they're looking like, uh, they're looking. I come salutations. <laughs> are they oh, over here? Like, giving honor like, to the Lord. Giving honor to all oh, God. <laughs> uh, what is? What is? Okay, giving honor to it was like, yeah. I'm like, they, yeah, they're bad with it. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate having both of you on. Uh, we are looking forward to, uh, I, I gotta be honest, we're looking forward to you on the show. <laughs> like, the second you told me that, I was like, I had no interest in watching this show, but now that I know somebody on there, I'll be like, yo. I was like, yo, I know him. Yeah, I mean, everything you're saying about him is right, but I do know him. I know who he is. He got a fire album, though. Yeah. The, the album is great, all right? I'm sorry he did that to that girl, though. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You're right. <laughs> so it's going to be great seeing you on the show on the OWN Network. And, yes. of course, the album dropping, I will see. We will see both of you on Sunday yes. as well. And, and we just thank you for coming out. Yeah, thank y'all. Yes. So once again, thank y'all for doing what y'all do. Y'all keep going. Y'all keep pushing. Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> I tell Avery this all the time. Like y'all, y'all, y'all have great chemistry. Y'all keep going. Matter of fact, tour with this as soon as y'all free without the COVID stuff. Y'all don't care about it. Go tour with it and go other places. Like take it somewhere else because. Houston is cool, but sometimes Houston Houston don't notice his jewels until they go shine somewhere else. We got we got a mobile setup coming. We got we got some things coming. That, like things are coming together. So you know you know so yeah. And I I got a lot of I got a lot of faith in Houston right now. I me too. I Houston is popping right now. Yeah, there's a tide turning of of, of some sort, and I just because like, they stayed open. <laughs> <laughs> people like you want to go vacation in houston they're open really did. people was like i want to go to like i don't know miami or houston i was like houston what literally for their birthdays it was like turn up season yeah well, my guest, uh, uh uh dustin prestige he was in new york and he came down and he goes i don't think y'all understand like i would flip on the news every day and look at y'all like yo 
my hometown is wild and like <laughs> look yeah. at y'all. I gotta get down there. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. We out here. You know, yeah. we really out here. Close. Yeah. Going everywhere, going into 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 establishments, wearing a mask, and then walking in and taking it off. But you know, that's Houston. We'll talk about that later on. Once again, we want to thank you guys for coming out. AJ, who was going to be on Ready to Love on the OWN Network, you tune in because we're going to tune in. I'm going to be, um, I'm just going to announce it right now. I'm going to be doing lives on Instagram to this because <laughs> See, you, didn't, you didn't even realize then it was at least, it was like five members from the, the cast that was there. Uh, you know what? I didn't realize that there were five members of the cast there, but I knew there was some there was some stars that I fell in love like nine times. Okay. They was fine, huh? And so when I left and I said bye to you, the person you were talking to, my goodness. But we'll leave it at that. Once again, Rochelle Gemini, who has her album coming out tomorrow, as for me and my house and Sunday she's having a show which we will be at want to thank you guys for coming out to uh, in my humble opinion podcast and we want you guys to remember if you want to be a part of the humble hive you've got to like share and subscribe my humble o and my humble opinion podcast humbly yours in my humble opinion I say it like nine times H-Town's too sweet H-Town's too sweet baby deuces Thank